This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen all you New Yorkers. Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Song of the Warriors, cult movie classic. You want to know what it was like when I started the Guardian Angels back in 1979 as a night manager of Mickey D's on East Fordham Road in Webster? You gotta, you gotta see the Warriors. You know, Warriors come out and play. Just a great, great movie with a great soundtrack by Joe Walsh. And this song in the city. But let's move uh, temporarily from the city. Uh, Broadway, Bill Lee and Big Tone. And uh, let's get that clock uh, clicking. Okay, IDF, Israeli Defense Forces. You got it. About 144 hours to get going on your assignment to root out Hamas. The mini-me's of Hamas, Islamic Jihad and Fatah. Within the, uh, within that rectangle known as Gaza. Uh, they had 20, 20, uh, 18 wheel tractor trailers that entered into Egypt with supplies. They call it humanitarian supplies, uh, through the, uh, opening in Rafa, which is, uh, how you get into, uh, Gaza through, uh, the Egyptian Sinai Desert. But they closed it up as soon as 20 went in and swallowed it up. And now we'll see if they open up the entrance to Rafa for any other 18-wheel tractor trailer supply uh, supply trucks. In the meantime, apparently the Israeli Defense Forces have been given the green light. They're amassed up in the north portion of the Gaza on the outside perimeter, ready to roll their tanks in. While all of that is going on, we have a crime crisis here in New York City. In fact, this is uh, the promo that is going to be played all week that is done in my voice and focuses on uh, the crime in the armpit of the cesspool of crime, the subways. 77 WABC presents an in-depth look at what's going on right now. Here's Curtis Lewa. Once again, you can't go down into the armpit of the cesspool of crime, the subways. We saw a woman not uh, long after midday pushed in front of the tracks of an oncoming train right over near 53rd and 5th. I mean, this is right where the tourists are, workers are. This is where everybody comes and goes. A woman. The women comprise the largest numbers of those who have to be encouraged to come back to work and fill up these empty office buildings. If they're afraid to come, then these office buildings remain empty. If they don't come to work, 
They won't go to restaurants and bars after work, which attracts the guys. And they especially won't stay around till Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, raises the roof at the Club Zero Bond and the other nightlife spots. So we need to make the city safer in the subways. That's how veins and arteries. Every day, emotionally disturbed persons are living in the subway, roaming around, a danger to themselves and everyone else. Just the other day on the number two train going uptown, rush hour, up to Riverdale, I took the number two train express to 96. There was a guy knocked out laying down on the car floor, people moving out of his way. And I actually did a video that all of you can see if you go to my Facebook while I'm having a conversation with him. And he's all stung God and knocked out from drugs and alcohol. The mayor promised he would have mental health experts out there with cops to remove these people who are in need of help to prevent them from hurting themselves and everyone else. Show me the mental health care experts. We're losing police by the dozens. Pretty soon, you're going to be taking your life into your hands morning, noon, and night when you go into the subways because there won't be any members of the NYPD left to patrol. Listen to Curtis Lewa anytime. 77WABCRadio.com and the 77WABC app. So true. That's going to be the promo for this week. So true because subway crime again in the forefront. It is taking place all over. There's no set location that it takes place. And a lot of it is because of the incredible number of emotionally disturbed persons who live in the subway, roam in the subway, uh, who come from the streets and the parks into the subways and then begin to act out. It doesn't matter how many conversations you have with the swagger man with no plan, Mayor uh, Eric Adams. He believes that it's uh, really... Uh, you're uh, exaggerating, you're embellishing the fact about crime in the subway. He says it's just a perception of crime. We have a safe subway system. Transit police officers, they have done their job. What we must do is remove the perception of fear. Cases like this aggravates the perception of fear. Uh, when you see homeless individuals with mental health issues, not being attended to and given the proper services that add to the perception of fear. And so what our battle is in the subway system is fighting the perception of fear that cases like this could happen. And we're doing that. How many times could uh, you stick perception in uh, a definition or a description of the crime that is plaguing the subway system? And then you hear from the victims. Remember, there was a woman who would uh, five, six days a week take the A train from Far Rockaway right before Mott Avenue, the last stop, and she would go down to the Howard Beach station, transfer there over to the bus, the express bus that takes you to the various terminals of JFK Airport. Normally it is a smooth transition, but on one early morning, a crazed African-American guy who had originally killed his own stepmother, killed his own stepmother, uh, but had been released from a psychiatric facility. I think it was actually Creedmoor, believe it or not, only to go back and do it again and again and again. He hated women. He stalked women. He stalked her that morning on the A-train, followed her into that transition period at the Howard Beach Station. There was no, uh, I repeat, there was no token booth clerk. She was on her own. He stomped her. He beat her so bad she had to lose an eye. 
And this was her response as to uh, the beatdown that, uh, unfortunately, was afflicted on her. Ms. Rea, there were people out there tonight that were saying things like, where are the police right now? Where are the firefighters right now? Where's the National Guard right now? Those are all fair questions. Uh, where were the police, firefighters, and National Guard to protect that third precinct and to protect that neighborhood? That's a question that oftentimes gets asked. It's asked, and people were actually saying, you know, we should have the National Guard at spots. And then the incident that I was referring to, 79. Well, you know, I've been in the airport for about 10 years. I've been working there. And this guy just came from off of the train station. I was waiting for the train like I do every morning, and he was just walking back and forth. And he came in the train as me, and before I knew it, you know, this guy hit me from behind with a bottle. Beat her savagely, savagely. As she was telling the story, she ended up crying, ended up crying. Do you know how scared I am now? I was never a person to be scared. Uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, says it's perception, it's perception. Look at the numbers, look at the analytics, you're wrong. Well, guess what? You're not down in the subway, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Oh, no, 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 you're not. I've seen the cops. They are discouraged from making collars, making arrests, which add to the crime stats, especially to the monthly ComStat figures, and would reflect poorly on transit police precincts and the deputy inspectors in charge. 